All right, all right. So here we are yet again with another wonderful episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Demion. And today we're at Sheets again, sitting in front of the Sheets customer care parking only sign with a strawberry cheese muffin. Sitting here eating this, and I'm sipping it down with a cup of Cinnabon. Don't ask me what's in it. Cinnabon. That's all they had. The French vanilla was out. They didn't have any chocolate, you know, coffee or any of that weird stuff we've been having last time. So I just ended up going to Cinnabon because I wasn't going to drink hot chocolate. That's not what we do. This is English and coffee, not hot, not English and hot chocolate. You know what I mean? But um, sitting here eating this pink uh, muffin, tasting it. It's got a good chew on it, right? But it's a little stale. Expiration date. When this particular muffin is April 7th. So here we are, what? I don't know, the 18th, 19th, something like that. Um, and it's just not doing what it would normally do. I know it could be a lot softer. I mean, it's still got the flavor. The flavor's there. I'm not complaining, but um, I would have liked to try this a little earlier, maybe about two weeks ago, when it was probably at its peak, you know, of freshness. But it'll do. It'll serve its purpose. So today... In today's podcast, we're going to talk about the backflip. I'm going to call this one the backflip. And you're going to be like, backflip? What What is he talking about, the backflip? I, I know where I'm going with it, and I'm hoping you can get the idea, but I'm going I'm to I'm title this one the backflip. So I'm going to go ahead and say the title of it now. I'm going to call it the backflip. Just because I had this idea that I wanted to convey, and hopefully, through a series of sips of coffee, we'll be able to uh, learn some new English and um, get this concept. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Alright, so as I said, we're going to call this one the backflip. There's a couple moving pieces here, so you got to hold on tight, ride with me. We're going to get to it. Now, the backflip. Now, this is a metaphor. We're just using the backflip as an example, right? But the backflip could be anything in your life that you have not done yet that you want to do, something that's alluring. I chose a backflip because that's something that nearly every kid in the world has tried to do at one point or another, or a back handspring. Um, it's a basic maneuver in gymnastics, you know, basic aerial maneuver, but you know it goes, could be more complex than just one single backflip, you know, or even a back handspring, however you want to take it. Shoot, a backflip is harder than a back handspring. So let's go with a back handspring. Well, no, let's go with the backflip. Let's just go with the backflip. But the thing is, you just... Flipping back one time. One flip. Not talking 15 in succession like Dominique Dawes or any of these gymnasts out there. I'm talking about one flip. Now, your back flip could be starting a business, having a difficult conversation with people, improving, learning a language. You know, this is English and coffee, so you're trying to learn a language. That's your back flip. Because, see, here's the thing with the back flip. When you do a backflip or somebody does a backflip, everybody's like, oh, you know, people are cheering, people are clapping, people stop what they're doing, they're watching, what is this person doing? They're not going forwards, they're flipping backwards, they're doing something that everyone can't do. And some people do it with ease, some people do it with difficulty, some people never even attempt to do it. Now, I'm not suggesting you all go out here and try to break your neck doing a backflip. No, what I'm saying is, at one point or another, you will be faced with your backflip. You will see something that catches your eye that you wish you could do that's within reach, right? That's within reach. You just need to have a little bit of skill, a little bit of technical know-how to get over the bend. Me, myself, 
I taught myself how to do a backflip when I was little, but it did not happen. There were many falls. But here's the thing with this. There's certain fundamental baselines, certain fundamental milestones that you have to hit before you can even think of doing a backflip, and that's the key thing. So you don't just, you're not just born into a backflip. There's certain things that have to happen before you're even in the place where you can think about pulling a backflip or back handspring off. So I'm just going to start rambling this stuff out, but I'm going to take a quick break here because I'm going to start with the first milestone. I believe that is essential for any backflip. Now, we all start from the same place. You're like, what do you mean we all start from the same place? We all start from the same place. Everybody is born. Everybody comes out of the womb, right? You come out of the womb, you don't even know your name. You don't even have a name. You come out of the womb, you can't even speak. It's not about that. We can get deep on it if you want to get deep, but it's not about all that. But I just want to go ahead and establish that everybody in this world, everybody breathing, anybody doing anything that you've seen in life that you aspire to be, that you aspire to do, started from the same place you did. They came out of the womb. Now, from there, you have to learn how to what? Crawl, right? You have to learn how to process information. There are certain fundamentals, and I say these certain fundamentals because if you miss any of these steps, if you miss any of these steps, then, I mean, you've seen the result. You know, you've seen the result. Sometimes it's out of our control. You know, there's sometimes we're born missing certain basic fundamentals or basic tools we need to grasp the fundamentals. And, I mean, we have the best life that we can have, and that's what we're all doing. We're all having the best life that we can have. But there are just certain things that you're going to need, right, or to adapt to be able to do certain things that you want to do. Now, everything isn't as complex as a backflip. You say, well, a complex, uh, backflip isn't that hard. It's not that challenging. A backhand spring is, is nothing. You know, I could do one in my sleep. Here's the thing. Yeah, but there were several hurdles you overcame before you did it. Nobody's immune to this. This is the stages. Now, here's, here's the thing. Back to the flip so we don't lose focus. A baby comes out of the womb. A baby learns to crawl. A baby learns to waddle, right? A baby learns to walk, right? A baby learns to run, right? It's four things there. Big, big moments in a baby's life. Huge moments. You're talking a freaking baby. You came sliding out. Now you're crawling, now you're walking, and you're jumping, right? You're playing with your friends, right? You're getting your speed. Ooh, you run fast. You're sitting, you're standing, you're building up your core muscles. You're learning movements of your body. You're falling, you're getting up, you're, you're balancing yourself, you're learning how to balance. See, people don't even think about that. People don't even think how much they balance throughout the day. They shift their body weight. You shift your weight. When you walk, you're shifting your weight. You're not just heavy. You're not freaking leaning forward and you got your back here with your butt down here and your leg. No, you are balancing your weight. You are shifting your weight with every step. And some people do it better than others. You know, those people that have a nice gait. Some people have a horrible gait. But the thing is, sometimes there's just certain things wrong where we can't move as freely as we want. You know, either because we just don't have the muscle mass, your strength, or maybe we're missing even, even missing a limb, right? But here's the thing. At some point, 
you will probably come across gymnastics. You will see somebody flip outside. You will see somebody do a cartwheel, a backhand spring, just something cool with their body. And in your mind, you're like, there's no reason I can't do it. You want to try it. You know, if you sit down and watch the Olympics, guarantee you everybody has thought about flipping at some point. Now, there's a difference between this backflip we're talking about, this backhand spring we're talking about, this basic cartwheel we're talking about, and what you see on TV. What they're, those people on TV have been doing it for years. Anybody in the Olympics has been doing it for years. I'm talking probably a decade. Born and they were either on a track field. Born and they were on a mat. Born and they were in gymnastics. Born and they were swimming. I mean, these people don't, they're not just, oh, they have a fancy, you know, or a notion to pick up something. Oh, I think I'll start swimming this year and next year I'll be in the Olympics. Doesn't happen like that. Here's the thing, though. Back to the flip so we keep it, keep it easy, keep it easy to grasp. Now, you sit here, you got these basic skills. You can walk, you can run. Now, you've seen somebody do a backflip. You're like, oh, that's cool, man. How do I do that? What can I do to do a backflip? How do you get your body to turn in the air? So, one, you'll hear somebody, you might have a friend that come and tell you, well, you got to throw your hands back, then you got to tilt your head back. Then you try it, and what do you do? Fall on your side, because that's not it. Yeah, maybe those are the moves, but it's about timing. Then, you have to have the flexibility in your body. You got to be able to generate enough momentum with your arms to flip yourself back, right? If you don't have all these things working simultaneously, it's just not going to happen. You're going to end up doing this little sideways thing that most people do. You've seen it. You can watch on YouTube. Boy or girl tries to do a backflip, and you will see how they turn their body to the side, turn their body to the side, because nobody wants to do that vertical. Nobody wants to hit the vertical. Fear of breaking the neck. But before you even try to do the official backflip or backhand spring, you're going to have that fear in your head. You're going to be like, oh, I could break my neck. You have to get over that. Some people never, ever try to do a backflip in their life. They never even try. So before we get so bogged down into the flips, because I'm not a professional gymnast, let's go ahead and parallel this with what the point I'm trying to make. Now, backflip. Some people never even try to do it because of the fear they get stuck in their head. Well, I'll break my neck if I do it. Yeah, you may break your neck. You may not. You may make a fool of yourself. You may look stupid. You may break a leg, break an arm. Who knows? But that's anything in life. There are no guarantees. You know, there's no guarantees. You wake up in the morning, you start your car, you just assume you're just going to drive to work. You could go wake up in the morning, get in your car, start your car, the car could blow up. You have no control over that. So we're out here doing all these things anyway, on assumptions, a lot of times, you know, you're just so sure when you stick the key in the door that the lock's going to open. Not necessarily. A lot of people could tell you that wasn't the case. They left home, locked the door, got back home, started the key in the door, and it didn't work. Locks have been changed. Whether it was somebody on the other side that changed the locks or a company came and changed the locks. Here's the thing, though. When it comes to a backflip, you find out what your backflip is. I don't care if it's if it's doing something as silly as building a portfolio of stamps, Pokemon cards, whatever your bag is. But it's a challenge. It's difficult. 
there's a series of steps that you have to look at, the fundamentals. So with a backflip, being that it's easy to grasp, the fundamentals, you got to be able to shift your body weight. If you can't shift your body weight, you can forget about it. It's not going to happen. Um, you got to be able to stand, right? You got to understand, uh, you got to have the core, the core strength in your body, your lower body, your upper body, to, to build the, uh, the momentum when you go to do your flip. You got to have the vertical distance, and it takes time. It takes multiple efforts because I'm sure there's plenty of things our bodies can do. But if we're not conditioned for it, if we don't go through the beating, if we don't have the falls, if we don't learn, you learn in the air. I don't know how many times I tried to do a backflip before I actually got it. And it's still not something I do to this day. I mean, I didn't stick with it. I did it one time, and I was like, I'm good. I did it. I could do a back handspring today, but the backflip is another level of difficulty, just like any goal you want to achieve. So in English, you may just say, you know, I want to do a cartwheel in English. Somebody may say, I want to do a backflip. Somebody may say, I want to do two backflips in a row. You know what I mean? Somebody might want to do a front handspring. Somebody might want to do a roll. So that's the thing. Whenever you have a goal in life, it's like a backflip if you've never done it. But here's the thing. As you've seen, the more you do something, the easier it gets. English. I can't speak English. The more you do something, the easier it gets. When I was born, guess what? I didn't speak English. Not one word. Just like you. But... The more you do it, the easier it gets. If you're speaking Chinese, if you're speaking French, uh, Cantonese, any language, the more you do it, the easier it gets. You've never started a business, but this guy has six. The more you do it, the easier it gets. You learn the mechanics, just like doing a flip. You learn the mechanics. But here's the thing. Now, you may have pulled off your backflip, you may have pulled off your back handspring, you may have done a front handspring, you may have done a cartwheel, but here's the thing. Technique makes the difference. Technique is everything. Because, yeah, if you've just done the motion, you might be able to pull it off and not kill yourself. But the more technique somebody has, there's differences in how the outcome looks. You might look at somebody you're like, oh, man, she's just flipping forever. She could go on. Then you see somebody else flipping. It looks like they about broke their neck when they were doing it. And if your technique is good, then you can build other things on top of it. So first you just start a business. Next you're managing the business. Then you're running the business. First you're learning the uh, greetings in English, right? First you're learning the greetings in English. Then you're learning the numbers in English. Then you're learning how to build simple dialogues. Then you're writing stories. Then you're learning how to sing. Right. Then you're talking, singing, writing stories, doing all these things interchangeably. And now it looks like a freaking orchestra walking down the street when you're talking. Right. That's your backflip. But, you know, you have to decide how far you want to go with it, because the more you do it, the easier it gets. You know, that's, that's going to be the phrase. The more you do it, the easier it gets. So I just wanted to put that concept out there. I know it got a little a little crazy, you know, when does it never get a little crazy? But I think we stayed in focus, you know, we, we stayed intact, we kept everything in perspective. So you pick what your backflip is in life. If it's English and that's what you're here for, fine. Then go ahead, 
and pick what your backflip is and find out what are the base levels that you have to achieve before you could even think about doing the backflip. So you might as well go on and get the crawl. You might as well go on and get the walk. You might as well learn how to run, right? Get the basics down, build up your core through repetition, and then you start making your attempt to do the backflip. Now, I didn't read any manuals. You know, nobody was there just telling me this, telling me that. I just watched by observations of people learn. And then I made the effort. First one, no, it was it was ugly. The first, the first attempt at a flip, it was ugly. But I tried again. You learn, you get scared, you overcome fear, right? But you, you stay persistent with it. Now, when you're young, a lot of people say kids are more fearless and stuff because they don't know any better. Yeah, you don't, you know, you're not sitting here thinking, well, if I break my neck, I might not be able to, to go to school tomorrow. You're not even thinking about that when you're a kid. So sometimes you can have too much information about something. But we're talking about English. That's your backflip right here in this moment. But you can still apply this concept to anything else you want to do in the world. But, I mean, with English, yeah, you're not going to break your neck. All you're going to do is just expand your mind, expand your reach to the masses, right? But before we go off on a whole nother tangent, uh, I want to wish everybody a, a great week ahead. Um, glad you survived this one. Wish you a great week ahead. Wear your mask, and I'll see you in the next one.